with me Bevan Ramsden. We're from IPAN, the Independent and Peaceful Australia Network. In today's CICD Alternative News, we discuss IPAN's People's Inquiry into the costs and consequences of Australia's involvement in US-led wars and consider alternatives to the US-Australia Military Alliance. Bevan, why did IPAN decide to initiate this people's inquiry? I think IPAN's chairperson, Annette Brownlee, put it well when she wrote in the inquiry website, the people's inquiry was launched to get organisations and individuals across Australia to contribute to a national conversation about all aspects of the US-Australia alliance, including the social, political, military and defence economic and environmental impacts to create a more nuanced and informed foreign policy. This inquiry is only as strong as its submissions and having informed and varied voices will be integral. We look forward to hearing from you. I understand that there has been a significant response to IPAN's call for submissions from organisations and individuals with nearly 150 submissions received thus far. Concurrent with the submissions and to obtain comment from an even wider group of people, IPAN has produced a questionnaire on attitudes to the US-Australia Military Alliance and has received over 1,000 responses. Bevan, what other activities have been conducted as part of the People's Inquiry? To stimulate interest in the inquiry and encourage individuals and organisations to send submissions, IPAN has conducted a number of webinars featuring panel members of the inquiry. Topics included economics and social impacts, defence and foreign policy, democratic rights and impact on workers, impact on the First Nations peoples and impact on the environment. Between 70 and 100 people attended each of these webinars. Bevan, it's very interesting to see the varied perspectives of the people who've made submissions to the inquiry. Let's look at some of these. Cameron Leckie is a former major in the ADF who served in Iraq. He writes in his submission, I served as an officer in the Australian Army for 24 years. I believe that our alliance with the United States is detrimental to our national security and as such should be reviewed. He continues, based on the conclusion that the United States is the world's most dangerous nation, this paper will propose that Australia should move from a strategy of strategic dependence on the US to one of strategic independence. This is assessed as being the approach most likely to ensure Australia's future security in an increasingly unstable world. Pamela Collett gave this reason for making her submission. 
profound concern about the consequences of the ANZUS Alliance and the current USA proposal to resurrect the first naval fleet to be stationed in our region. She went on to say, China is the ascending world power, not only in our region but also globally. Australia must learn how to use diplomacy effectively to develop neutrality and peaceful coexistence with China and all our neighbours. Having a formal military agreement with the USA and the possibility of being used as a base for the proposed First Fleet would undermine our security and the possibility of peaceful coexistence within our region. Linda de Boulay wrote that I am frustrated that Western society applauds the, the accomplishments of our war heroes and Anzacs, glorifying murder. She goes on to say, War is hell on earth. War causes people who would normally be peaceful people to be forced to take a side and kill to protect their family's honour and beliefs. Australians don't have the death penalty, yet we send our defence forces off to kill people who have a different version of life that doesn't comply with our own. Who are we as Australians to judge or overrule any other countries in the world after our treatment of our own innocent Indigenous people with the extravagant lifestyles we have when compared to other countries owing to the stolen Indigenous generation lands and resources? In his submission, Glenn Major wrote, To define the truth about foreign policy and how reality is distorted by the Western media and politicians, to believe an alliance with America keeps us safe and to win votes. But factors of scale are not recognised and the arms race and going to war have high social and financial costs. He continues, Australia is a peaceful island continent and isolated from active conflict zones in the Middle East and other places. We should limit the scope of our military agenda to only missions sanctioned by the United Nations in our region where there are critical humanitarian emergencies or threat or act independently like we did in East Timor, where diplomacy and constraint was the strategy for success of the mission and there was minimal impact on the physical environment. Vietnam veteran Noel Turnbull writes, As a returned serviceman, I have had first-hand experience of when our politicians get us into wars at the behest of the United States and for no national benefit. He also writes, I am a Vietnam veteran who served as an artillery officer. I was a conscript and was not opposed to the war at the time. However, after my tour of duty, I realised the war was unwinnable and the devastation inflicted on Vietnam was unnecessary and criminal. After returning to Vietnam a number of times since, I became aware of how it might have become another Asian tiger much sooner if they had not endured the war and the suffering and the devastation involved. 
The killings, the bombings, the defoliants were unnecessary and achieved nothing except destruction. Subsequently, we made the same mistake in Iraq, a war which was made worse in moral terms because of the lies told about WMDs. The situation of the Middle East as a result of US, Australian and UK involvement is, a, is stark evidence of what dreadful mistakes were made. All this is clear evidence of the need for commitment of troops to be only undertaken after thorough, honest debate in our Parliament. Never again should Prime Ministers be allowed to send troops to wars without parliamentary approval. Rosemary Morrow from the Blue Mountains in New South Wales writes in her submission, I am profoundly concerned for the potential of Australia's foreign policy of alignment with USA to backfire, and it is provocative. She continues, From years and years of working in countries engaged in civil war and recovering from war, such as Timor-Leste, Cambodia, Vietnam and Afghanistan, and work with Pacific Island nations, I have been aware how much Australia must be independent and peaceful facilitator of health, environment and prosperity in our region. Australia is compromised by being engaged with an increasing difficult USA, and it has not served us to be with it in such recent engagements in Iraq, Afghanistan and longer ago Vietnam. I am also a Quaker, deeply convinced that the way to peace is peace and that we will be trusted and consulted when we are independent. The Asia-West Pacific region requires an independent politics and future. So in this submission I make a serious and engaged request that all Australia's policies from now be directed to becoming a peaceful and independent nation. In his submission, Stephen Horne writes that I am concerned about the consequences of further entrenching the country in a system geared to war and geared away from peace and peaceful coexistence within our region and beyond. Lastly, Jamie Piotrowski writes, Please end Australia's involvement in wars led by belligerent warmongers from the USA and the like, who start wars for economic purposes and lie about true reason. We could go on and on. The response to the People's Inquiry shows that there is widespread concern about Australia's present foreign policy. Our close alignment with the United States and the calamitous military entanglements that have resulted from it. It indicates a general desire among our people for a more peaceful and independent Australia. When and how will the findings of the People's Inquiry be made public? I'd like to point out that if any listener to this program would like to put in a submission, there is still time. Submissions can range from just a paragraph or up to 5,000 words. To make a submission, go to www.independentpeacefulaustralia.com.au I'll say that again, independentpeacefulaustralia.com.au and click on Making a Submission. People's Inquiry panel leaders and chairperson Kelly Tranter 
will write a report based on a review of all the submissions. In November, this report will be launched publicly and released to the media, as well as being tabled in Parliament by some supportive MPs. Copies will be published and distributed widely, and functions held to publicise its findings and to seek commitment and support from organisations and individuals. Let's hope the findings of the People's Inquiry will make an impact and contribute to a serious review of current Australian foreign policy, the US-Australia military alliance, and the need for an independent and peaceful approach to foreign affairs. As usual, CICD welcomes listeners' comments and suggestions, which can be emailed to peacecentre at cicd.org.au. That is peacecentre at cicd.org.au. Good morning and thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.